everyone, it's Izzy Eze, along with Tembi, and welcome to Somewhat Grown, a podcast about adulting from two 20-somethings, just figuring it out, and embracing the process. Hi everyone, welcome back to episode four of Somewhat Grown. Hi, um, hope you really enjoyed uh, the last episode on boundaries. Yes, that was an interesting one. So interesting that we've had our first audience response, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, Thank you. Um, And please keep them coming. Um, So this first one that we've got is a question. Uh, So the question is, when is it acceptable to push someone's boundaries? So kind of based on our last episode on boundaries, I think we were talking a lot about don't push my boundaries and, and that sort of thing. And this is how you kind of respect me by doing these sorts of things. And I Mm -hmm. guess um, this person was asking, you know, are there situations where it's healthy to push someone's boundaries? Mm -hmm. You know, Um, but what do you think? Tell me, what do you think about that? It's an interesting one. I think, I think the boundaries thing, I think like we talked about last time was for me very much an indicator of your closeness to people and your relationship with them so I feel like it's always kind of a judgment call you make based on how how well you know the person and how well you how much you trust them I guess to an extent Um, and I guess for me that's come from kind of knowing first do I feel safe with Mm. this person do I feel like they've given me enough of an indicator that I can be open be you know real around them and that they'll respect that and that they'll also reciprocate it so I think after I've kind of asked those questions to make sure I'm safe you know Mm -hmm. then I think I'd probably um yeah then kind of just be vulnerable with them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that's a way of changing how boundaries are by being a bit vulnerable um, oh, I hate but that I, word so much, but it's just oh, so necessary. I just hate it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I agree to what you're saying with what you're saying, because I think it, it does speak to vulnerability. Like, mm. I think you have to be close with someone to know when their boundaries are maybe slightly unhealthy, because this feels like a yes. question where it's about opening up or maybe getting someone out of their comfort zone for a good reason um so Mm -hmm. I think I guess the answer to that for me is if you think that the boundaries that they've put up are unhealthy I think that's when it's acceptable to kind of push the boundary slightly but like you're Mm -hmm. saying if it's someone that I don't know very well and they're trying to push my boundaries I'm not going to respond very well to it because I'm thinking Mm -hmm. you don't know me like that you know it's it's not really necessary I won't make comments to other people unless I feel like how do I say this do I have I earned the right to ask this question? Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? That's such a good, that's such a good, yeah. Yeah. Earning, I think that word there mm-hmm. is a really key one because when someone has earned um it, it I think you do have to have a level of earning mm-hmm. because firstly, like you have to show the other person that you're either trustworthy mm-hmm. or that you can hold space for them mm-hmm. or that, you know, you're on the same page and that you're looking out for them. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you'll feel safe if someone has allowed you to feel like you can. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of feel like if this person is trying to push boundaries, I think maybe reflect on how how what does it mean for you to earn it to the other person? Because at the same time, you have to respect their boundaries. And 
um, I don't really know how much it's our place to kind of push on someone's boundaries, but of course, mm. you know, you can open up a conversation and see how they feel about yeah. changing certain dynamics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I would, I would approach that. I think I like how you said that. <laughs> Even how you're saying it sounds very sensitive. You have to be sensitive in these situations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it just all comes down to, do I trust you? I'm like, I'm not mm. trying to push your boundaries because I'm trying to hurt you. I'm doing it mm. to make you better or I'm doing it because I see something and I and I think that you can improve or, or you know, in a nice way. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess even with that, it's also about, uh, it's so tricky because, I, I have this thing of like, I don't know what's best for the other person. Like we always know what's mm. best for ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. to an extent. And this mm. kind of ties in with what we're talking about today, actually. But Ooh, segue, um, segue. Uh, segue, segue <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, like I think I would err with, I would move forward with caution if if you're kind of thinking about how you approach telling someone uh like I don't know how to do something but I don't know maybe I'm just Mm. like sensitive about it but I'm just like I would be so careful about um how I push against that I think it's important to challenge but then how do you do so Mm. I think do it with tact do it with kindness be patient and also don't have high expectations because you a person is coming from their own frame of reference and we might have a level of understanding of it but it might just be the tip of the iceberg so I think it's just about wow. being conscious of that, maybe a little yeah. bit. Yeah, for sure. But in terms of the segue, I mean, yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> Today's episode, so, yeah, is literally about learning yourself, right? Yes, about knowing yourself. Um, I, I said that, you know, we know what's best for ourselves. Do we always? Mm. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, because I think for me, this has come up a lot with Um, you know there's been a lot of change coming up for me too I'm going to be moving and um, just the way that I'm interacting with the world more now I'm just thinking about moments where I really have to trust my own voice yeah especially as I'm someone who likes to um, almost like research things to the T and I'll talk to people like what's the best way of doing this Mm -hmm. this 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 Mm -hmm. but then sometimes that minimizes room for sometimes just listening to my own voice so I thought it'd be quite interesting to talk about this and see how well do you think you know yourself and Mm. what does it mean I feel like this is gonna be this is gonna oh okay it's gonna be a touchy subject I think (laughs) (laughs) why do you say that because people don't always like to be questioned or you know about themselves and I guess everyone wants to wants to think that they know everything about themselves and maybe they just don't. And um, I think it takes a humble person to say, you know what, maybe you actually know better than me in this situation, even if it pertains to me. Like, I feel like my parents know me better in certain situations. They'll tell me about myself or you ask, you, you ask your friends something. Okay, so with some some situations, I'd be like, oh yeah, in that situation, I would do this. And then my parents right. be like, firstly, no, you won't. This is exactly what you'll do. And you're like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> you're correct, but that's rude. Do you, do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Do you have an example of a time where you feel like you've said, this is how I am. And then someone's yeah. been like, actually, and, and you thought they were, they were right. Um, I guess so. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm maybe a bit tougher. I, I approach things like I'm tougher than I actually am. 
um mm. so I'm like yeah really I'm just a thug you know it's cool you know I mean? like <laughs> I'm, I've got this hard exterior but more than one person has told me you're actually really soft like you're a softie to be honest <laughs> you're a I mean? punk <laughs> <laughs> really you're just a punk so I don't know why you're like acting like you're big when you're not so yeah just those sorts of things like I'd say oh in that situation I would da, 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 da. and then my friend would be like actually I don't I think you'd be a bit more calm in that situation mm-hmm. like you'd want mm-hmm. to say this you'd want to do that but you have more reason and I think in those situations yeah. you might just be like okay chill um, yeah you know maybe your the soft heart ego, kicks in thank you the soft heart ke- kicks in but maybe your alter mm-hmm. ego is like trying to go crazy on them you know <laughs> I hear that mm-hmm. I hear that what about you I guess for me it, it's almost like the opposite for me where I'll kind of think oh I'd love to do this mm. um for example like just as, as a joke I was like oh I'd love to be a DJ like that's kind of like my dream <laughs> if if everything else like if I achieved everything else like I secretly want to be a DJ and then I remember my friend like a really good friend of mine and my sister were like I can actually see you doing that and I was like really <laughs> I think it's that thing of like um either they were really hyping me up or mm. um I think sometimes I doubt I maybe I have more doubts on like what I could actually do but it's like actually mm. yeah no I I I see how you are with with music with certain mm. styles of music that I could see that working if you mm. just applied yourself so yeah. with me it's more like I think I kind of maybe question myself more and then sometimes people will be like actually yeah no I can see why you'd say that and I'm like oh, oh okay oh my gosh. Wow. you know what I mean yeah and I think that's why you need people you need people around you mm. that can encourage you in that way because yeah I yes think- it's just so so true you have all of these capabilities and all this potential and maybe because yeah. like I'm the type of person that's always like over analyzing things or I'm you know questioning things is it can I do this can I do that and sometimes you just need someone to just tell you like yeah you've been doing this you know what you're doing like you can mm-hmm. definitely you're very capable more than capable mm-hmm. sort of thing but um should we go into the word of the day yes Bring like it out. always <laughs> forget about it okay so this random word generator i just found from google um but let's just see what it comes up with mm-hmm. oh my gosh the word of the day is settlement okay <laughs> <laughs> right right so how do we relate the word settlement to our topic which is knowing yourself knowing thyself See, settlement, I feel like, can mean different things because you can have, like, a settlement, like the noun, which is, like, you know, a, an established place, mm-hmm. um, like buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can have settlement, like, I guess, is it the verb where you, I don't know, maybe it's different. I'm thinking more settled, but I'm thinking um, mm. the, the, the space of being settled. Mm, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I'm hearing it in a way of, like, how like being settled so like knowing mm. yourself you're 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 comfortable with the decisions that you've made um mm. and you feel settled in yourself so it's not a thing mm. of you know I've made this decision but I'm still so anxious about it because I'm worried about everyone's opinions and thoughts but you're yeah. settled because you're like I've made this decision it might be wrong however I'm settled in in this thought and I know that along mm-hmm. the way I will figure it out sort of thing that's kind of how mm-hmm. I thought about it um yeah what about you yeah no that definitely makes sense I think it ties well actually when you you consider it from that angle Mm. of um 
yeah almost like it made as you were speaking I was kind of thinking of the concept of regret mm. and when you're able to accept and and be settled in a decision that you've made yeah. um even if it didn't turn out for the best mm. still being able to say you know I don't regret that and I think wow. that actually connects quite well with this idea of self trust because I think times where I've made a decision from as small as ordering something online mm. to um you know like I don't know the kind of relationships I build I kind of feel like depending on how well it turns out I'll kind of be like oh was that a good decision do I then doubt myself in how I assess this the if I'm making a similar decision in the future and I think yeah. for me being able to not regret something i think plays a big part in that because i kind of own you know i own it whether yeah. it went right or wrong yeah. i i take ownership of that process that led to the outcome kind of regardless wow. um mm. but how do you view view regrets are you someone who has um yeah do you kind of tend to regret things or do you feel like you yeah you don't regret things generally Oh my gosh. It feels like we're just starting off deep like <laughs> do I feel like <laughs> right I in the deep things? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think do you know what? I think there's just one regret that I had which I probably don't want to speak about but mm-hmm. um it was more of a small thing. I just think maybe because I'm the type of person that likes situations to 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 happen the way that it happens in my head and sometimes right. I think yeah this is going to be amazing. And then the situation happens and you think this sucks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm, and then mm. my regret is like, oh, I wish that I just didn't even do this in the first place or even suggest this because this is how it turned out. And now we, I have to kind of backtrack. And so sometimes I have regrets in that way. But I think that's just life. You know, sometimes things don't happen the way you think it will. You know, you can't you can't anticipate how people react to certain things. And because mm. you're only in control of yourself and your own emotions. Um mm. You know, so even if you have the best intentions for things, it might not turn out the way that you want. So I think that's kind of where I might have regrets. But um, no, I don't think I don't think I have regrets. Um, I think sometimes I think about what would life be like if I sort of started off like since I was young, like singing, if you know what I mean, because I've always I've always sung like I've always sang when I was younger, but I never Mm -hmm. really was for example put into like a, a, a singing school or do you know what I mean mm, like creative yeah. arts I've always sort of done that on the side as a side hobby because you know focus on your education your education is the one <laughs> thing do you get what yeah. I mean um so I guess sometimes I do think about oh what would happen if my life was mm. like this um mm. but I you know but I don't know if I I don't know if I see it as a regret um mm-hmm. I think I just see it more as this is your life story and how can you how how is that going to shape your future do you get what I mean Mm, yeah Yeah, I do what did you think you were going to be when you grew up oh a singer (laughs) okay literally no ever since I do you know it's it's yeah sometimes I think I'm I'm hard, hard on myself because I'm like oh am I really where I am where I wanted to be and stuff but when I think about it I have literally always been singing I have always said I wanted to be a singer and like thank god that that is I love that now right and that is yeah the dream that I've always been pursuing to be honest Mm -hmm. even though there are side like side things that I want to do and there's always other dreams that I have I think singing has Mm. always been at the forefront of my mind um Mm. 
so yeah I mean my earliest memory of singing is is so it was Christmas I don't even know how old I was but I was still in wood green so I probably was like six or seven mm-hmm. um and then my aunties came over for Christmas and um they bought me this pop this is how you know it's old pop idol um um what <laughs> it's like a karaoke thing it's like a cd player oh my god oh, I, I was showing my age it was a karaoke <laughs> pop idol cd player and then yeah. it had it had like a microphone attached to it um yes get yes, it you get what I mean and so on that day I remember everyone was sort of talking amongst themselves and then I turned it on and started singing um Christina Milian, like somebody hit the light. <laughs> oh, Christina Mil- Shout out to Christina Milian. Shout she came Christina through. Milian, she- <laughs> Honestly, I was singing AM to PM, and then everyone yes. just turned around and looked at me, like kind of staring at me. And I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? My auntie was like, You can sing. I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay cool. like that was my earliest memory of just me being That's in the so spotlight. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. And let's say you're just like, okay, I know everyone uh, everyone around me is just doing stuff right now, but I'm about to take over by just <laughs> just listen to me. I love that. I'm about to take over. I'm singing now. No, but literally. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what I've always wanted to be. What about you? Hmm. I think for me, it's changed so many times. Um, but I think, I mean, this is from me not really knowing what it looks like to be something. So at one point, okay. I think I wanted to be like uh, a security guard. What? I think that's like <laughs> at the youngest age. I think I remember that because I would just see them in this uniform when I was in South Africa. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous mm-hmm. because now that is probably the worst thing I could do because a, I I don't I don't have time to be surveilling people. No. Um, B, I would get so bored, and <laughs> um, yeah, I just generally don't like standing, so it's kind of the worst okay. job. But like, okay. um, I think when I started seriously thinking about what I want to do, mm. I probably wanted to be um, also because I kind of come from a music background. I kind of wanted to work in the music space either like running my own business um maybe having my own label I remember that being a thing and um and then when I kind of started getting into because I used to write songs I remember Mm. in like secondary school I used to write the cheesiest songs and then I'd come with all the confidence and like sing them for my friends and be like what do you think (laughs) (laughs) and they'd give me feedback on these songs that I'd write about like random things that I've never experienced but I'm talking about them as if I know them once and um but in a way it kind of relates to my journey with poetry because yeah. you know becoming a poet it was a lot about me writing and then I'd share I'd share it with my friends mm. and um I don't think I would have you know been as confident to go out and share my words wisely if I wasn't surrounded by really encouraging friends who were like Tembi you need to you need to yeah. you need to let other people listen to this Definitely. and 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 you know encourage me to pers- to I guess just be brave and share it with more people so I definitely feel like yeah. that 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 um I guess that habit of writing sharing it and writing something that hopefully relates or that people can enjoy has mm. been a part of me for a long time and and then I kind of thought okay I am definitely a creative at mm. my heart I'm I'm a writer mm. I'm I'm an artist and mm. and words seems to be the I guess the material that I'm I'm most drawn to yeah. um yeah but I, mm. I think that's been like a journey of it becoming clearer clearer and clearer but 
so yeah I have a question I have a question um I'm trying to figure out if I can phrase this properly because hmm. so you were you were talking about how you knew at that point is that the point that you, that you realized that you're writing you want to become a poet because I guess I have always known that I can sing but mm. I only took it seriously when I said it out loud because mm. I think it was that element of like do I trust is this where I'm what I'm supposed to do um mm. do you know how can this happen like I guess my question is was there a year where you said okay right I'm gonna pursue being a poet mm. and was that scary for you um did you get uh, uh drawbacks from that did people come and say like why are you doing this sort of thing that's a really good question I think for yeah. me it was twofold where I think I took really serious steps to pursue it I think first was yeah. before I went to uni when I was mm. deciding about what course I was going to do I was kind of between doing economics at uni and um because wow. uh, I, I, I enjoyed economics and business and, and I did it at a level and then I was okay. between doing that and um, film studies yeah. so um, I ended up having various conversations and random people came into my life and basically long story short made it helped me to figure out I should be a writer okay. um, just from me talking about it and them asking me really um, helpful questions that made that clear to me and I was like you know mm -hmm. what I'm a writer and I sh mm. I've got the talent and I should pursue this. So mm. I think that's that was the first stage. And then I think the second stage was after I'd graduated, I went on to do a postgraduate course in social enterprise and innovation, mm -hmm. again, going into the business side. Yeah. But while I was there, poetry was still a thing I was doing on the side. And I remember when we had like our graduation, when we all finished, I they asked me to do uh, to write a poem and I, I wrote and performed it then it was kind of almost funny because it was like um it was like look at you you're doing this thing but you're ending up being the poet in the group and yes. it just kind of made it really clear to me like oh my goodness this, this is the thing so I think after then I was like yeah. okay um yeah. I'm definitely a poet and I'm gonna go and do that yeah um and I think I've been doing it kind of like you kind of on the side, mm -hmm. but it's, it's really cool. Like with you, like having that clear and kind of knowing from the beginning, yeah. do you feel like you've had people around you um, who helped you in, mm. in pushing towards that as a pursuit, or do you feel like it has been more self-driven? Um, oh, wow. That's a deep question because I feel like I am the type of person, like I know what I want and then I go for it. But the thing is I'm really close with my to my family with my family and so mm -hmm. I do take on their opinions um to a certain extent so I think yeah um I've always how do I say this it kind of goes back to what you were saying to me about like even when I find myself in other situations that are not creative I'm still mm. going to be the person that will end up singing somehow um yeah. so I think that's kind of when I realized like this is something that I need to pursue and I think mm. in terms of the support I think I had to kind of push it a lot um and like be serious about it before for example my parents actually saw like oh wow she's firstly she's really good <laughs> and mm -hmm. secondly she you know she this is something that she can actually do um and pursue mm -hmm. because mm. I don't know there's this sort of Nigerian mentality where it's like you're, you're going to become a doctor a lawyer or an engineer just sort of thing. oh yes do you get yeah. what I mean and it's like I think when I was younger like a lot younger I might have resented them for just thinking that 
all of their kids either have to be doctors, lawyers, or engineers. So my sisters are okay now. <laughs> but I, now it's like I kind of get it because it's like they're coming from a completely different country. All they're trying to do mm. is make sure that their kids are stable, secure, exactly, and are making money. Like, and they don't struggle yeah. the way that they struggled. Mm. Um, so yeah, basically, even when I went to university, when I studied law, I was I still ended up being the president of the Christian Performing Arts Society, for example. Mm, and I yeah. spent, you know, most of my time doing that. And that's what kind of got me through the, the law years because I knew that this is not mm, what I was supposed to do. Like I mm, scraped that 2-1, like I scraped. <laughs> Honestly, Tendi, I was like, we thank God because this is not my calling, even though I can do it. Yeah. It's not what I should be doing. And I think that brings up a new topic just in terms of, or maybe we can address it another time, but like knowing yourself and knowing like what your purpose is or what your calling is. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. How, how do you know, like that is, that is your calling? Like how, yeah. how have you had that confirmed yeah. for you? Mm. Do you know, I think I'm still figuring it out in a way because mm. I'm, I'm doing what I, have always wanted to do and at the same time I feel like if there's something else that I'm better at I'm happy to drop singing and do something else like I feel like if God wants me to do something else that's fine I'll do that but for right now I think this journey is what I'm doing right now in my 20s I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing and it kind of goes Mm -hmm. back to what you're saying about what do you always end up doing like what what um in every situation that you're in, you still find yourself doing that one thing. I think that's when yeah. you know. Yeah, I think that's when you know that that is your calling or your purpose or something. Because, you know, like I was saying, so in college, I studied law. What did I study? Law, psychology, philosophy. Um, and I can't remember the last one. But then at the same time, I was in like a gospel choir, right? And then I mm-hmm. ended up being the leader of the gospel choir. And then mm-hmm. you get to uni and then you still end up being, you know, in the performing arts society. And even mm-hmm. when I graduated and started working in the corporate industry, they'd have events and they'd be like, oh, Izzy, can you sing for us? And I would end up singing in like mm-hmm. this train company. And it's like, this is so, ra- why am I always the one to perform and sing in some way? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a point where I just said to my friend, you know what, I just want to be a singer and I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. And yeah, this is this is kind of where we are at this point. Um, if it sort of follows you. It's yeah. Really it's kind of annoying sometimes because you just want to be the person in the corner uh just like living your life. yeah because I don't know sometimes people say to me like do you want to be famous it's like uh, I, I don't really want to be famous but I just I wanna, know I just want to do what I love to do and I guess yeah fame comes along with that um I'm not the type of person that likes to be in the spotlight strangely right that's just mm. so weird um but yeah I guess it just all comes with it to be honest mm-hmm. absolutely I get what you mean and I think as you were talking, I was also thinking about the idea of authenticity when it comes mm. to like being yourself, because we're here like as people, we always have to navigate different parts of ourselves depending on where we are. Yeah. And sometimes like we've just talked about, you can't help but end up being the poet, like mm-hmm. or being the singer, because that's that's what you that the opportunity comes in you. You take that opportunity to do what you love. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered, I guess, outside of, you know, the things we do creatively, um how yeah how do you make sure you're authentic to yourself oh you ask me all the tough questions today Tembi. <laughs> I'm asking myself too <laughs> if that helps wow how do you make sure you're authentic to yourself 
oh I guess this kind of ties in slightly with boundaries because I think you know when you're uncomfortable with something and I think the way that you stay authentic to yourself is by listening to yourself like listening to your body listening to your thoughts um, Mm -hmm. on certain situations and not Mm -hmm. sort of giving in to the crowd just because they've said it or just because the majority are doing this um, mm-hmm. It really just goes to what you know our, ki- our parents say when we're young, and just because everyone's jumping over the bridge, are you going to jump? Over the <laughs> you know, yeah. but it applies in so many situations. I feel like adults need to learn this more than kids sometimes, where mm. it's kind of like you don't have to do it, like you don't have to say this, you don't have to act like this, you don't have to be like this, just because. Why do you say that? Um, it, why yeah. do you think adults more than kids? I'm curious about that. Because I think kids are more accepting of themselves, to be honest with you. I really do. Mm. Kids just kids just be being kids, man. Like they're just out there <laughs> trying to be themselves and they get the friends that they that they need because they are themselves. So they get mm. those that in the um the the bonds and the friendship that they need. Whereas I feel like when we grow up we're just getting friends because of who we're pretending to be rather than wow. who we actually are. And wow. then as a result, yeah. And then as a result, you, you don't feel seen, you don't feel heard. You go home and you're like, you feel lonely, even though you have loads of friends. It's because they're not really your friends because you haven't really shown your true self to them. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's kind of what it is for me. And I guess in me being authentic to myself, I've realized that I'm not really good in like large groups of people. Um, Mm -hmm. the amount of times I've tried to kind of fit into like a big group and I've always said oh I don't have a huge bunch of friends where we can all go to one party together but I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that because I have you as a friend I have many individuals as friends Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I've realized that with each individual there's a reason why I'm friends with them I see an authentic like authentic side of them which is Mm -hmm. what makes me um, appreciative of of me being in their lives because it's like you're authentic in this way you're authentic in this way so you're cool and, and you know what I mean like I I, yeah. I like being around you sort of thing um definitely like you? like attracts like I I definitely yes. resonate with that and I yes. I think it's so beautiful what you touched on there about childhood and this was a conversation I was having with my other friend as well mm. how um and I write about this a lot as well actually it's one of my favorite topics just kind of almost like lamenting that sense Mm. of childlikeness when it's gone and you kind of know it's gone Mm. because it's hard to get back um but I do think there's something that's so beautiful about when um I think with kids just not it's like a level of not being aware but they are aware yeah but there's just not that sense of um having this hyper awareness I guess of what it takes to be accepted by other people it's like it's just not there and I think that's really beautiful Mm -hmm. and I think for me I think it is about kind of um I guess um times where I I have to remember to be authentic with myself it is about me almost like thinking almost like talking to myself sometimes in the moment and thinking checking first in like what does Tembi really feel and think about this before I then before I then share it or even like allowing myself to because I think as well with adults because we are all like to an extent people have their own insecurities Mm. and sometimes the reason why someone might not respond well to you being maybe a bit goofy or you being a bit different generally is maybe a reflection sometimes on how they are with themselves mm-hmm. and I think I have to um I think the older I get 
it's almost like uh that that lack of awareness that you don't have when you're young I almost it's not that you're not aware but it's like you just, I just don't care now like I'm yeah. I'm there's a lot of things that I care less about and I I yeah. like that I, it's so freeing mm-hmm. and I think I have to remind myself like at the end of the day mm-hmm. um if 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 I if I'm being genuine my, with myself mm-hmm. I always feel good about it yeah. so I have to kind of um I guess brush off how people are mm-hmm. responding and not mm-hmm. watch that or not be too tuned into that because that's going to make me second guess myself yeah 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 absolutely yeah so just to to wrap it up um what do you think you would take from today you know there's there's one point that you made earlier about um checking in with yourself um Hmm. I think I'll implement that a lot more because I think sometimes I'm always trying to do a lot and so I'll be sitting down but I'm thinking of like 10 things at the same time and Mm. so I've started actually implementing that thing of just asking you sitting down and asking yourself how are you (laughs) how Mm. you how are you what are you feeling right now and I think that really ties into me being settled in a way because I want to sit down and feel settled not just like physically but also mentally and emotionally um yeah so when I ask that question to myself I'm able to kind of tell myself this is how I feel and this is how I get through it or you know just be just having that awareness um is what mm-hmm. I think I would take forward but yeah. definitely you yeah I think for me um when you're talking about kind of questioning something before you do it I think for me it's almost like having that questioning go out m- m- try and make it go more outwards than inwards mm-hmm. um and I mean that in the sense of you know like you know, there's a status quo and like how should things should be done. Yeah. And I think for me, I want to try and um, lean into challenging that status quo because okay. I think that's when I'm authentic, when I feel like this doesn't work for me as a person, but maybe mm. everyone else is doing it a certain way. Mm. Maybe, you know, at least try just being mm. authentic to that part of me that wants to do it my way and yeah. and see how it leads. Obviously, within reason, I'm not saying I'm going to rock up to my work in pajamas, but, you know, <laughs> like just other instances where I think I can make more choices that honor who I really am. Yeah. And um, and not being apologetic about it, I think. Like what? Can I you... think that's what. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I feel like I am being quite abstract. I think. I'm just trying to think of times where I feel like I have to second guess. Okay, I think like at work a lot, I I have, I almost have like a, a very big wall in terms of I'm here in this role. I'm not coming here as Tembi necessarily. Okay. Um, not fully anyways. Like people definitely see just a certain part, part of me at work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also sometimes to do with the status quo of, um, this is how we talk. And like when someone asks, how are you? You're not really going to say how you are. Mm. So I think for me, maybe it just means um, taking moments to be maybe a bit, a bit more authentic when I have those small interactions. Maybe it's if someone at work asks me how I am, maybe responding authentically like today. Yeah. I won't go into detail, but I might say, you know what? Like, it's not great, but mm. you know, um, or or yeah, just like if if something is is not cool or maybe I need to challenge it, then yeah. being a bit brave in in saying it instead of just thinking it sometimes. Absolutely. Um, which is hard actually, but I think yeah. I don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that answers the question a bit. No, it more. does. It definitely does. Yeah. Especially in the workplace. That one is difficult, but yeah, we're all learning out here, which is which is great. That's yeah. the main point, right? 
definitely but we want to hear from you guys as well what has authenticity meant for you do you feel like it's easier in your 20s or if you're past your 20s has it been even easier um yeah i really i'm curious to hear how how you guys hear this and um what your thoughts are so please drop us an email on somewhatgrown at gmail.com we're also on instagram at underscore somewhatgrown and um twitter as well so in- engage with us um follow us if you're not already let us know what you think great thanks so much and see you next time See you next time. Bye. Bye.